Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Stephen Gorchov, the Associate Director of Athletics here at Hofstra University. And today we are excited to be joined by Hofstra Senior Men's Basketball student-athlete Justin Wright-Foreman on this edition of Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics. As you may know, Justin is currently in the midst of working out for various NBA teams in preparation for the NBA draft on Thursday, June 20th. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy. And we are now joined by Hofstra Senior Guard Justin Wright-Foreman, Justin, about a week out from the NBA draft, how are you doing? I'm feeling great. Uh, it's just going through this amazing process. Uh, it's a bit tiresome, but, you know, it's, it's all a blessing at the same time. And, you know, just learning new things. I'm just trying to soak everything in. Yeah, uh, draft is Thursday, June 20th. Justin, uh, for the fans that aren't aware, how many and who have you worked out for so far as it relates to the NBA draft? Uh, so far, I've worked out with the Boston Celtics, 76ers, Minnesota Timberwolves, Utah Jazz, Indiana Pacers, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Los Angeles Clippers, Charlotte Hornets. Uh, I'm going to Brooklyn tomorrow. I have the Knicks, and I'm going back to Boston. That sounds exhausting just hearing you say all those names. That's like a two-week stretch, isn't it? It sure is. It's been a long two weeks, uh, especially some back-to-backs between the 76ers, Timberwolves, Lakers, Clippers, and then having to go to a flight to Charlotte, uh, work out the next day, and then having to do, having to do uh, Brooklyn and the Knicks. Well, what has been the most uh, eye-opening experience? Uh, was it the first workout? Was it somebody you met at a workout from a retired NBA player? Was there, has there been a wow moment like, I'm on this stage now? Uh, it's definitely been a couple wow moments. Uh, when I was with the Sacramento Kings, uh, I saw Bobby Jackson, who played with the Sacramento Kings, and you know, just to be around pros and soaking their knowledge is is pretty much everything a, a boy from Queens could pretty much dream of. Uh, I've been wanting to play basketball professionally for uh, my whole life since I was five years old. So now it's like kind of hitting me like it, it, this is all ca- kind of like happening right now. So I'm just trying to soak everything up like a sponge and just pretty much just be as relaxed as I can going into these workouts just to perform the way I do. Uh- Obviously, Hofstra fans know of the past successes of some NBA stars, including one on staff now. Is, is Speedy something you've relied on, asked questions uh, since the end of your collegiate career as you enter this part of your professional career? Uh, Speedy's been a, a major part. Uh, I speak to Speedy almost every day. He, uh, he calls and checks on me how, uh, to see how I'm doing. And, you know, just to have somebody like that on, in your corner and who's been through this experience before is just really helpful uh, about the traveling and what you're going to see in these different type of workouts and, how you know, how to react to certain situations. So he's been a major part. Uh, I'm just thankful for having him as my assistant coach and just have somebody I could call on whenever I need. Well, what, what's this dream been like for you? You know, you're, you're at the as close as you can to being drafted, whether you get drafted or not, and being in the NBA next season, what, what, what's this moment been like in your head as you prepare for this? This moment has been, has been, has been, I don't even, I'm lost for words about it. For, uh, it's just been, it's been really good to me. Um, just being out on the floor and be able to compete the way I do and just doing what I love to do is just is just a blessing. Uh, I'm extremely grateful for the every team that reached out to me to have me come in and work out. Uh, just to be able to live this dream is just is second to none. This is probably the best feeling that I've that I've ever had besides being here at Hofstra. This is this is just to see this actually come true is amazing. 
And let's go in reverse. You mentioned Hofstra a little bit here. So let's talk about Hofstra. Uh, let's start from the beginning. Uh, we, long, your story has long been told, uh, that freshman season where you barely played. Uh, how much did you learn that season from not playing and then guys on the team who are now professionals like Wang Ye and Amin and Denton? Just being here just taught me a lot. My freshman year, I call this a learning experience year because I needed to learn how to be more patient uh, and had to learn a lot about myself. So my freshman year, just learning from guys like Wanye and Amin, Brian, Denton, just to see how how hard they work to get to where they at and how great of players they are, but not only how great they are as a player, just as a person as well and how they carry themselves. It was really interesting to me uh, to see, especially coming in. Now I just tried to follow what they did and try to lead into the next year as me being the captain of the team, uh, my so- well, really my junior and senior year, but my sophomore year trying to be more vocal and helping the younger guys. Uh, so my sophomore year, I just wanted to just help out and just do what I could, and I knew I wanted to play, so I had to do something. So I just had to make sure my workouts st- stood out more than anything. So let's talk about your sophomore year for a second. Which game to you was really the turning point in your career? Was it the... Uh, just from being around the program, I know the games that are going to come to you. You know what I'm going to ask. Was it the Florida State, I'm uh, sorry, Florida Atlantic game where you really had a poor game, or was it the Kentucky game where that second half was really the start of the Justin Wright Foreman career that everyone knows now? Uh, it was really the, the three games we had uh, during that stretch. So I think we had FAU, we had Kentucky, and then the next game we had uh, Stony, Stony Brook. Brook. We had Stony Brook. So those three games right there pretty much helped me define who I was because I knew I wasn't a, a zero 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 guy, and that's pretty much what I had that game. So after the FAU game, I just made a promise to myself, like, I'll just never, 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 ever just be scoreless like that or just never, like, work hard in a game because I saw myself kind of just go down in the hole. So after that, we played we played Kentucky, and everything kind of started going uphill for me. And... um. You know, I don't ever take credit for any of my any of my contributions to this program. It's all my teammates. My teammates, all my four years, been extremely helpful in just making sure that I become the player I am today by pushing me hard in practice. Guys like DeJore, Eli, Deron Powers when he was here, Rokas Goosties, Wanye Bryan, they all helped me in ways that they don't even know, and I'm just extremely appreciative of what they've done for me. Uh, and then the Stony Brook game is where I kind of I came out my shell, and I was really this is really this is the real me. Uh, that back to that Kentucky game, it was a scoreless first half, and then 14 in the second half. Do you do you remember something that clicked in that game, or do you just remember just feeling comfortable enough to to let the game flow to you? I just felt comfortable. Um, coach gave me an opportunity to just go in the game, which I'm extremely grateful of because that was pretty much the springboard. Um, you know, it, that moment right there was just was just something that I just felt comfortable and it felt right at the moment. And just me being in that game and be able to to be able to feel comfortable and let the game come to me as it did, and now for it to blow up is kind of just an amazing thing. And you mentioned coach, and you mentioned before Dejour. Talk about uh, the relationship with you and Dejour, uh, and how much has that meant to you? As a friend and as you as development of basketball player, you you guys long friends and now play together for four years. Uh, DeJore, people don't know how me and DeJore really got close. We really got close because we were roommates. We were roommates my freshman and sophomore year, so we were pretty much just taking the time to get to know each other and speaking, and it wound up clicking into a bond. And it, we, you were seeing different things, hanging out around each other all the time, going to get food in the calf. Uh, 
going to Hofstra USA to get food at, at night and just being with each other all the time. We had the same interest in video games. So it was it was pretty much easy going into that process of us being friends and we're we're best friends now. So you can't you can't never see not one of us together anymore. So it's like he's calling me to check up on me going through this process and I'm calling him just to check up on him. So it's it's mutual, very genuine. And him as a player helping me after he got hurt after the Columbia game our sophomore year, he was pretty much my eyes on the court, uh, I mean, off the court. Uh, he helped me become a better uh, a better point guard, or I want to say combo guard, because at that point I was pretty much transitioning to having the ball in my hand all the time and becoming a point guard. So he was pretty much telling me I shouldn't take the shot. I rushed a little bit, telling me when I did good, telling me what I did bad. Even when I do good, it was always some negatives in it. So I'm just grateful to have a friend like him and a best friend like him to just always keep it real with me all the time and tell me when I'm wrong, tell me when I'm right, but also just find that balance of between you know us being friends and, and the serious more uh, the more serious part of it. So I'm just I'm just grateful for the joy. Uh, obviously, your junior and senior year were really the years that your career skyrocketed and you entered, for lack of a better term, Hofstra lore about your the history of who you are. Uh, was there a point in your junior season where you just kind of? knew that you were no longer just a pretty important piece and that you were the star of the team at this point? Uh, I never really considered myself a star because we have a lot of good players around us. Um, my teammates just helped me be the player that I am and just helped me, helped me boost my confidence in that way. Um, if I was having a bad shooting game or I wasn't myself that day, they would let me know, and they would pretty much let me have it in practice. And, and you know, it, everything goes into practice. Like, it's, you go hard, you have to push other people. So that's what really helped. Ah, um, oh, man, I don't know. I, I actually really miss this place. I miss the people here. Um, this, this place is uh, getting emotional now. Uh, well, we'll come back to this place in a little bit, but uh, so so you don't get too emotional. Your senior year was one, obviously, for the record books, not just Hofstra record books, NCAA record books, CA record books. Uh, do, do you does a, somebody in, at your talent level sit down and say ever, ever get a chance to say, "Wow, and look look what I've been able to do, and look what I've been able to accomplish"? Absolutely. Um, every day there's there's something new to break for me. I would say, and I would say that my whole senior year, um, because I had goals coming in here, and I wanted to be the leading scorer in program history, and I, I've, I've known a little bit about the school living tw like 20 minutes away, so just being able to see all the rec uh, records being uh, broken that I broke, uh, it's, just a, it's just an honor, and I'm just happy I could do it here and no, nowhere else. Uh, you, when you graduated about a month ago, you had an Instagram post about talking about how you've reached the ultimate goal in your life. Uh, how, can you talk about how important that day was for you? You know, basketball aside, uh, pe people who have gotten to know you know how humble of a person you are and how important your family and school was. Uh, can you talk, you, you specifically mentioned it in that Instagram post. Can you talk about what, what, what that day meant to you? That day meant a lot. Um, That's one of the, the best days of my life because not a lot of people in my family uh, not let alone the world really go to college and and you get the opportunity to to walk across the stage so just being here to do it at home and do it somewhere where I spent four years at and put a lot of time and a lot of effort and had a lot of help from the people here and just be able to walk across that stage is just just the greatest feeling and be able to have my family here and graduate with my with my teammates to join Kenny that was that's the best feeling uh, there's no better feeling than that other than that that's a that's a dream 
and a lot of people just a lot of people don't go through with it but I'm just happy I came here and I got my degree and and I pretty much uh, entered the draft my junior year. So just being able to come back and with all the accomplishments and all the records that the team broke, I broke, uh, is just and be able to graduate is just amazing. Uh, you talk about coming here and choosing to come to Hofstra, and a lot of people talk about the speedy Justin connection. Coach Mihalik, obviously the head coach of the program, that question doesn't get asked a lot. Can you talk about what he's meant to your development, what he's meant to you in choosing to come to Hofstra, and ultimately uh, the, what he's meant to this program? Um, coach is a great, a great guy. So he, he only gets, he only gets, uh, on you if he cares and he cares a lot about his players. He cares a lot about winning. And that's what really drew me closer to Hofstra as well. Uh, not only was it speedy, not only was it coach fairly, but Mahalik, he made me feel comfortable, made me feel at home and just him being able to trust me in, in certain situations with the ball is just everything that you could want as a player because you you want that type of family aspect and trust from a coach who's always going to have your back no matter what. So just having him as a coach and just knowing him as a person and having him somebody to look up to it whenever you need something you could call him is, is all a player could want. And I'm just extremely grateful for all the conversations all, all the lessons that he taught me, all the, all the times in practice where he had to get on me just to say I'm not going hard or to tell me that I was doing good, but there's always something to be done. So I'm just grateful to have him as a coach and just to know him as a person as well. A couple of Hofstra-related questions here. It, it's almost made your career even more spectacular and more memorable that you did it at a mid-major institution where people really got to know you and people got to know the person that Justin is and how humble you are and everything. Uh, do you feel that same way that you, that looking back now, how, how great of a choice it was for you to come to Hofstra and how you got to know so many people that you maybe, uh, if you went to a larger school at the time, it wouldn't happen? I'm definitely very appreciative of everything that, that happened here. Um, people just welcomed me with open arms and then questioned who I was, but really took the time to see what type of person I am, not even for basketball purposes. Everybody here pretty much was very just concerned about the whole family aspect of things and everybody here just treated me like family as soon as I came in. Uh, I, I I can't say nothing about it. It's just it's just very very welcoming. I felt welcomed and I felt at home. So uh, speaking of feeling at home, there's people that are associated with the basketball program that many people don't get to know. Do you feel like the people like that have helped you get to where you are, whether it's Rachel Peels of the world or it's Jimmy Prendergrass that those people are with you next Thursday? Do you, do you kind of bring them along because you know they're rooting for you as much of as everyone else? Of course. They've done, these guys have done so much for me. Even you yourself, you've done so much for me, helping me get my name out there and spreading the word about the whole hospital program, not alone me, but you helped me in more ways than you can even imagine by getting us all, all the, the, the Instagram posts and doing everything. And Coach Jimmy did a great job with me in the weight room. And, and even he was there to help me talk. And Rachel has been a great influence in my life, uh, especially as a woman. She was pretty much like my mom here. And whenever I needed something, she would pretty much help me. She'd take the time out to, you know, whenever I had an assignment due, to really be, the, be that mom and, and put me down in the seat and be like, listen, this is what you got to do and be willing to, to help and not be so mad uh, at first. So I'm just thankful for everybody here everybody else in the background and that just helped me be who I am today not only but a, not only a player but a person you mentioned before and you got a little emotional what what has Hofstra meant to you ultimately you know if you could put it in a few short words Hofstra is my everything Hofstra gave me my first offer 
Hofstra was the first place where I really bonded with everybody well. Uh, I felt a real team atmosphere, family atmosphere. <clears throat> Hofstra is just an amazing place to be. I'm glad I got the opportunity to, to be here, meet the people that I did, be able to play here. And it's 20 minutes away, so, I mean, why not? This place is this place has been my everything for four years, so... So the Hofstra career ended, you go into the postseason, you uh, play on the three-on-three team Colonial, and your team wins it with uh, a few other stars from the conference. Uh, People have kind of called that your coming out moment to the rest of the world uh, who didn't really know your game. Did you feel that at all? Because you were obviously the star of that tournament. Uh, Nah, not really. Uh, That was just... That was just me pretty much letting everybody know who I am and just helping me, not alone me, but everybody else that played in from the Colonial, Jarrell Brandley, Vasaposika, Devontae, Kaycock. It just helped us, it helped the conference like really establish ourselves there because a lot of people don't talk about us at all and they don't know how how good this conference is. So I think it was very eye-opening for everybody else, not not our team specifically, but just for the whole country to just show that we have some dudes in the CAA, but, you know, everybody's going to keep taking us for granted. We're just going to keep proving people wrong. Uh, let's move on to part two. So we some more fun questions now that we've gotten you emotional a little bit. Actually, the last question, uh, you, you really are... I've been around Hofstra for many years now. You're the most humble superstar I've ever been around at this university. Doesn't matter the sport, doesn't matter what anything. Where does that come from? Is that a family thing? Is that from your mom? Where, where does your humbleness come from? It definitely comes from my grandpa. My grandpa always uh, pretty much instilled in me to just be humble and don't ever take anything for granted. So that's what I just try to do, and I, I try to show that to everybody. I treat everybody the same Um well, I don't. It doesn't matter who you are. Everybody gets the same respect. So um, he's he's done a, done a great job in my life. Even though he passed away, I still uh, carry some of those those lessons that he taught me, especially being humble and being patient. All the fishing trips that he took me on, just to teach me these lessons. And now that I really I'm of age to understand that, I'm just grateful for it. And uh, I just don't. I don't like seeing people have a bad day. I just try to keep everybody energetic and energized, and keep people laughing in the process. So, uh, if if you're having a bad day, I just try to help out in any way I can. And it doesn't matter what it is. Okay, now let's move on to part two. Some fun questions to uh, relax you here. Okay, we're back with Justin here with part two of the podcast. Uh, Justin, some quick hitters. Let's see what you got. Uh, your favorite Hofstra moment during your four years. Favorite Hofstra moment during my four years is the Northeastern buzzer beater. Uh, that moment right there was kind of unique because I've actually taken shots like that in the gym, but never really thought I would hit a buzzer beater from almost half court. As many times as I, I got the opportunity to hit a half court shot, but just to hit that right there, it to really set the tone for the whole season in the league. Moment you knew you belonged. The moment I knew I belonged is was my sophomore year, was the, was the actual gap between my freshman year and sophomore year when I was here working out just by myself and days with Coach Fairley and Coach Speedy. I realized the growth in my game and seeing my body change. I got a lot bigger. I got stronger. I actually grew an inch and a half uh, between my years here. So that's when I realized I, I can do something. Best teammate you ever had? Ooh, that's tough. I value all my teammates. Let's just say that. <laughs> That's safe. Uh, best NBA player of all time? 
best NBA player of all time? I got two. I'm going to say Speedy Claxton, and I'm going to say my favorite uh, basketball player is Michael Jordan uh, all time. Just the way he carried himself on the court, um, his mentality, the way he – his work ethic um, – he was sick with the flu and still played. So all that stuff drives me to this day. And I know the answer to this, but maybe for the public doesn't. Favorite current NBA player? Damian Lillard. Um, he went to Weber State, and he was a mid-major player just like me. So I try to model my game after him, the way he comes off screens. And he's just so fluid with the ball. Everything is always one motion. He's aggressive. He doesn't care who you are. He's going to go at you on an every-night basis. And he just doesn't back down from a challenge. And that's pretty much what I see in myself. Growing up, Knicks or Nets? <laughs> Not today, Justin Wright Foreman. <laughs> like five years ago, Justin Wright Foreman. <laughs> five years ago, Justin Wright Foreman, I would probably pick the Knicks. Uh, favorite class you took here at Hofstra? Small group communications with uh, Professor Labenberg. Wow, you didn't hesitate. Would that also be your favorite Hofstra that professor? My favorite Hofstra professor because she took the time to really get to know me as a person, not only, now, not as a basketball player, but really took the time to sit down with me and really help me be more vocal in the classroom, in a classroom setting, and then that translated on the court. So I'm extremely grateful for her. Okay, just a couple more. Uh, could choose three people to have dinner with, famous, not famous, or anything. Who th what three people are you choosing? Steven Gorchoff. No, no, no. Seriously? <laughs> uh, I'm probably choosing Speedy, my mom, and if my grandpa was alive, I would choose my grandpa. Nobody famous, huh? Nobody famous. Uh, if there's, uh, you have any charitable causes that uh, mean a lot to you? Is there something in your life that uh, you hope if you uh, are able to support a charity of, uh, with mo money that you might look to support later? The ALS program. Um, I'm actually cool with the guy who, who actually runs it. And I, I just, I feel so bad with, for anybody, like homeless people or people with disabilities. I just feel bad that they don't have anywhere to sleep. So every time I try to, like, I see somebody, I try to lend money uh, however much I can help help them in a way. But ALS is probably one of the more charitable pro uh, programs because it is a problem in today's society. And I feel like a, help need, uh, a cause needs to be made. Uh, you cannot say Speedy and you cannot say Justin Wright Foreman to this question. Best basketball player to ever come out of New York City and best basketball player at Queens, if it's different. Uh, best basketball player to come out of Queens, I would say Michael Jordan count because he's also from Brooklyn, but I, I don't know if you went. Yeah, I, so. <laughs> uh, I would say Kenny Anderson, smooth lefty, went to Malloy. Uh, he got to any spot he want, had an amazing crossover. And he, he, the way he just played the game with passion is just, is just everything. And I would say he's probably the best player in, in Queens as well. Um, he's he's a, definitely a good dude. I, I, I met him once. met him once and got to be able to talk to him and pick his brain a little bit. So he's definitely a good dude. Uh, one thing the public doesn't know about you that you haven't told the media in an interview, maybe a secret talent or something. I don't have a secret talent, but I'm extremely laid back and goofy. So everybody doesn't see this side of me. Everybody sees the, the basketball side of Justin. And nobody really gets to, like, see Justin around friends or be able to, like, really conversate sometimes because sometimes we're in and out because of games and everybody doesn't really stay around unless you like your family. So everybody doesn't know that I just like to have a good time and I'm fun. 
Last question, double question. Favorite restaurant in New York and favorite um, favorite movie? My favorite restaurant in New York, and honestly speaking, might be Vincent's. Vincent's has the best pasta I've had in such a long time, and I actually plan to go back soon when I come back. But Vincent's Clam Bar is definitely the way to go. Uh... Favorite movie? Favorite movie would have to be Love Don't Cost a Thing with Nick Cannon. Uh, <laughs> it's just a, a, a comedy movie. Oh, and Bad Boys 2. I like Bad Boys 2 with uh, Will Smith and, and Martin Lawrence. It's just a good, a good classic you know, movie, action movie with those two. And uh, <laughs> it's actually really funny. So that's why that's my favorite. So last question, Justin. This is open-ended. What... Is there a message you want to say to the Hofstra fans uh, as you prepare for the next phase of your career, uh, since this is maybe the last interview you kind of do with at Hofstra? I just want to say thank you for everybody who came out and supported us all year. Not only me, but the team. We, uh, we, needed, we needed the support this year from everybody. And the, I'm thankful for the, uh, the students that came out. Uh, we're extremely appreciative of you guys for coming out, supporting us in the way you did, making these sellouts more than sellouts, making making these games more than just games. It had a different feel to it every game. So we just want to thank you. Well, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for just coming out and just rooting for us and staying in our corner the whole year and being on this amazing ride. So thank you guys. Appreciate it. Anything on a personal nature you'd care? Yeah, that was more team-centric. Is there anything? You don't have to. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just extremely just grateful for everything. Um, uh, just thank you guys for supporting me and be, being behind me and welcoming me with open arms the whole way through. And just being able to be here is, a, is an honor and a blessing. So just thank you guys for being behind me and supporting me. Well, Justin, it's been our honor to watch you for four years, and we wish you an incredible amount of luck and a, a good fortune next week as you prepare for the NBA draft and whatever the future holds for you. Thank you for all you've done for Hofstra University. Gracias. Well, thanks so much to Hofstra senior men's basketball star Justin Wright Foreman for joining us on this edition of Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics. It was great to hear from him as he embarks on his professional career. Reminder, the NBA draft is on Thursday, June 20th, and I know the Hofstra community joins me in wishing Justin well in the coming weeks. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned to GoHofstra.com for updated information on Justin and all of our 21 athletic programs. Go Pride.